This past week, I decided to do some research on the internet and I typed in on Google the title of this sermon series, Who is Jesus? And I was amazed to find over 2 billion results for this question. It's fair to say that many people in our world are asking this question even right now, but they have for thousands of generations. People have been wondering, who is Jesus? You know, during Jesus's earthly ministry here on earth, Many people tried to answer this question and they had a variety of different answers. Some people thought that he was just Jesus of Nazareth. Other people thought he was a carpenter. Some thought that he was demon possessed. But Jesus himself, when he asked his own disciples, his followers, they said that you are the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. And over the last few weeks, we've been looking at the Gospel of John, where Jesus himself tells us who he is. Jesus makes these incredible statements called the I am statements. You know, when Jesus says that I am this or I am that, that word there, that phrase there when he says I am, he was declaring, first of all, that he is God. As I shared in the previous weeks, when God appeared to Moses in the burning bush in the book of Exodus, when Moses asked, who shall I say sent me? The voice came back and said, I am that I am. So Jesus, first of all, he wants everybody to know that he is God in the flesh. He is the son of God, the great I am. Been over the last few weeks, we've been looking at some of these other statements that Jesus made about himself. The first week we saw that Jesus declares he is the bread of life. Last time we saw that Jesus declared he is the light of the world who brings direction, who brings life to all who would put their trust in him. And today we're going to look at the third I am statement of Jesus where Jesus says, I am the gate. And we're going to be basing ourselves today in John chapter 10, verse 1 to 10. This is what it says. He says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flocks, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They will follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant. So he explained it to them. I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers. But the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and find good pastures. The, thief, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Once again, Jesus proclaims that I am statement. He wants everybody to know, first of all, that he is the son of God. He is God in the flesh. He has divine identity and purpose. But then Jesus goes on to make another I am statement. He wants everybody to know, his followers, all who were gathered there to know who he was. And Jesus uses an interesting illustration to describe who he is. 
Many of the people at that time, they would have understood what Jesus was talking about. But maybe you and I today, maybe we aren't familiar with this phrase and we wouldn't understand this illustration that Jesus is trying to use. And Jesus here, he says that he is the gate. And he was using this illustration of shepherding. As I said, I'm sure there aren't many shepherds who are watching online today. Maybe there aren't many farmers who are watching online today. And so it's important for us to understand what Jesus was trying to say here, where he was saying that he was the gate for the sheep. That's what he says in John chapter 10 and verse 7. As I said, this comment might be strange for you and for me. You know, back in those times, a shepherd would lead his sheep. A farmer does today. A farmer leads his sheep. And unlike today, the shepherd would often at times go and have to find the sheep because the sheep would have wandered off and they would have gone miles and miles away. You know, it's interesting, the sheep, they don't have this homing instinct within in them. So they aren't able to find their way back to their original home. My grandfather, he keeps uh, pigeons and he races these pigeons and it's amazing they have transporters to travel miles away in other countries often oftentimes France and Italy and places like that and they let them go and they race back to their home and it's amazing that more often than not 90% of the time all of his pigeons manage to find their way home because they've got this home in instinct built within them but sheep don't have that sheep need to be led and so Jesus shows us here and he tells us here that a shepherd has to go out and find his sheep and then he has to lead his sheep back home. The shepherd, he protects the sheep as well. And you know, it would have been a long journey through the countryside and through the wilderness for the shepherd back in those times. They wouldn't have had tra tractors and they wouldn't have had transport to bring the sheep back. They would have had to walk back and it would have been a long journey. You know, oftentimes they would have to walk for many days and they would have to sleep out in the wilderness. And so the shepherd, he would look to protect his sheep. So he would build a temporary pen so he could keep his sheep all together. And he would often use the thorns and the bushes out in the wilderness or stones that he could find and build this circular pen so that all the sheep could stay in there. And there would be a very small entrance for the sheep to get in and out. Now, the shepherd wouldn't have had time to build a gate so the sheep could go in and out. And so very often, more often than not, the shepherd would actually lie and sleep as the at the entrance of that pen. He would be the gate in that pen. And the she shepherd, he would lead the sheep in and then he would lead them out of that pen. And you know, it's interesting here that in John chapter 10, verse 3 to 4, Jesus here, he says about this incredible relationship that the sheep has with the shepherd. He says that the shepherd speaks to his sheep and the sheep know his voice. He says the shepherd knows every sheep by name. I'm sure if you've seen in the farms, even locally, up in, even here up in Cumde, where we live in Aberdeen, you know, I'm sure if you go up to that farm, you'll see that the sheep have different markings. They have dye on their back. And I'm sure that the farmer knows every single sheep that he has and he knows them by name. And that's what Jesus is saying here, that every shepherd would know his sheep by their name. And that the shepherd would go before his sheep. The shepherd would lead his sheep back home safely. And it's amazing that the sheep would know the shepherd's voice. The sheep would know the shepherd's voice. They might not know their way back home. They might not know how to figure their way through the wilderness and through the valleys and over the mountains on all these different dangerous treks. But the sheep 
would know the shepherd's voice and the sheep would follow the shepherd's voice. And likewise here, Jesus is using this illustration to show us the dynamic relationship between us, his followers and him. Jesus wants to show that all who follow Jesus have this incredible relationship, there's this dynamic relationship. First of all, Jesus wants to tell us that he knows each and every one of us by name. Know today that God himself knows you by name. He called you, he's created you, he knows you by name. He's also the God who leads us and guides us as well. As Psalm 23 says, he leads us beside the still waters. He restores our souls. And like the sheep, if we get to know Jesus, we'll become familiar with his voice. We'll know his leading. He'll be able to guide us and lead us, not through the wilderness and countryside, but through this life. He can lead us through life. He can guide us. You know, we can begin to discover and understand and know his voice through reading his word by spending time with him. And Jesus says here that all of his sheep know his voice and they follow him. Us as his people, we will know his voice and we follow him. And notice Jesus here, he says that as the shepherd, he's the one who leads us. But he also says here that he is the gate. Notice that he doesn't say that he is a gate, but he is the gate for his sheep. And I just want to share with you just today, just some practical ways in which Jesus is the gate for you or for me. How he leads us, how he guides us. First of all, Jesus is the gate because through him we are saved. By entering through him, we are saved and we have the hope of eternal life. You know, there aren't many ways to heaven. There is only one way and that's by believing in Jesus. By believing that he died on the cross for your sins by believing he rose again and by turning away from your sin and asking him to come into your life and be your Lord and Saviour. It's not about being a good person, even though many people think that if they do good deeds and they behave well, and even if they go to church, that they'll get into heaven. But Jesus said it's by believing in him, by turning away from sin, by believing in his cross, by believing in the resurrection. That is how we come to know him. Jesus and Jesus alone is the only way to salvation. He's the only way to an eternity in heaven. Listen to what he says, John 10, verse 8 to 9. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and find good pastures. Jesus is the only door by which a person can enter for salvation. Jesus is the only way to access to God, to a relationship with God, to a way to God. It is only through Jesus that we can be restored to God, reconciled to God and know God. It is Jesus and Jesus alone. And Jesus also wants to tell us here, in addition to that, that it is only through him that all shame that we have, all sin, all guilt, all brokenness can be healed. He is the only way to salvation. He is our saviour and he can rescue us from sin, from shame, from guilt, from our past. He is the only one. He is the only one who can do that. Secondly, the way that Jesus is the gate for us, his sheep, for all who would put their trust in him, is that he is the gate who leads us into freedom and life. He allows us access to freedom and life. Verse 9 again in John 10 says, They will come and go freely and find good pastures. Did you know that Jesus and him alone, he is the only one who can provide for us. He is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. And it is through Jesus that we find good pastures. He leads us beside the still waters, it says. He restores our soul. He is the one who leads us safely. He is the one who provides for us. 
You know, Psalm 95, it says this in verse 6 to 7. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God. We are the people uh, we are the people he watches over, the flock under his care. You know, it says again in Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 14 to 16, it provides another illustration about how God cares for us, how he leads us into freedom and into life. It says this, yes, I will give them good pasture land on the hill, high hills of Israel. There they will lie down in pleasant places and feed in the lush pastures of the hills. I myself will tend my sheep and give them a place to lie down in peace, says the sovereign Lord. I will search for my lost ones who strayed away and I will bring them safely home again. I will bandage the injured and strengthen the weak. Jesus is the one who leads us to freedom. He's the one who leads us to life. He protects us and cares for us. That's what our saviour does. So him and him alone, trust in him, turn to him. And you know, the third way that Jesus is our gate is that Jesus provides protection for us. Just like the shepherd would have guarded the entrance to that pen for the sheep so that no wolves or even bears and lions back then in Israel, they would have tried to get the sheep. But the shepherd would have protected the sheep. He was the entrance so that no sheep could go out and get lost and that no enemy of the sheep could come in and kill the sheep. You know, Jesus says here in John chapter 10, verse 10, he says, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. You know, the shepherd would lie at that gate, at that entrance and protect the sheep from thieves who would try and steal them and from the wild animals as well. The shepherd would protect his flock from any any predators. You know, in this world, you and I have a very real enemy. His name is Satan and his purpose, the devil, his purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. That's what he wants to do for every person. He wants to ruin our lives. He wants to bring about destruction for our lives because he has been defeated. He wants us to be defeated as well. He leads us to death. That's what he wants for our lives. He's out to devour us. But you know, I'm so glad that as the sheep, as God's sheep, as his people, as his flock, the flock of his pasture, I'm so glad that if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, then we're under his protection. If you don't know Jesus, then you don't have that protection today. But if you do know Jesus, you have the protection of God. God will protect you from the enemy. He will protect you from the enemy's snare. Because Jesus puts us, he puts himself in between us and the enemy. He put, puts himself in between us and anything that will come against us. That's what Jesus does. You know, our security in life is not by surrounding ourselves with the things of this world. We won't find security in anything in this world because the things of this world will fade away. They'll pass away. But we can build our lives on Jesus Christ, who is our firm foundation, who is unmovable, who is unchanging. He is our fortress. He is our rock. He is our deliverer. He is our strength. He is our shield. And he is the one who protects us from the enemy. So turn to Jesus because he is the gate who will protect you from the enemy. So as we come to a conclusion of this third message in this series, the I am statements of Jesus. Who is Jesus? Jesus wants you to know that he is the gate. He is the one who leads us. He is the one who protects us. He is the one who provides for us. He is the one who protects us. That is who our, our God is. That is who Jesus is. He alone provides the access to eternal life. He alone provides the access to abundant life now and also for all of eternity. He's the one who will shelter you and protect you. And he's made that way possible for you to know him. I wonder, will you know him today? 
Will you ask him to be the gate of your life? Will you know Jesus today? Because he is the gate. Amen. Well, I'd like to give you an opportunity to respond to this message today. You know that God has been speaking to you. And you've heard today that the only way to God, the only way to eternal life is through Jesus. That he is the gate. He is the only way to eternal life and also to abundant life right here and right now. And today God has been speaking to you and you'd like to put your trust in Jesus. You'd like to know him as your Lord and Saviour. And you'd like to have that hope of eternal life. You'd like to receive the gift of eternal life. Today I'm going to give you that opportunity. In a moment, I'm going to say a prayer, and I'd love to include you in this prayer. The words of the prayer are going to be up on the screen. And today, for those who know that God has been speaking to them, please repeat these words after me in a moment. Mean them in your heart, and today you can know Jesus Christ as your Lord, as your Saviour. You can also know the security of your eternal life, that your eternity is secure in and through Him. So if that's you today, maybe you're praying this for the first time, or maybe you're watching this and You've wandered away from Jesus. You've been, you've escaped that sheep pen. But today Jesus says that he is the way back in today. You can know him as your Lord and Savior. Recommit your life to him today. Then please say this prayer after me. Amen. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, today I surrender. I ask that you would forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. I ask that you would save me. I believe you died on the cross and rose again. Today I choose to follow you and ask that you would be my Lord and Saviour. Thank you for the fresh start I now have in you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, if you've said that prayer today, then you've made the best decision that you will ever make. That you have now have received the gift of eternal life. That your old life is gone, all your mistakes, all your past is gone. Then you have a brand new start, a fresh start in and through Jesus. And also you've received that gift of eternal life. Jesus is your Saviour. He is your friend. And we as a church, we are celebrating with you today. And we'd love to know about this decision that you have just made. In a moment, there's going to be a link that will pop up in the comment section or whatever social media platform you're watching this on. It's going to be a link to our website, gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk forward slash no God. If you've said that prayer today, please click on that link. And on that page, you'll find out a little bit more about the decision that you have just made. And at the bottom of that page, there is a form. I'd like to ask you to please fill out that form and send it in to us. And then we as a church, we'll just respond, we'll introduce ourselves to you. And then we're going to send you a few things just to help you begin to take your next steps in your new journey in following Jesus. But please know it is the best decision that you will ever make. That Jesus is your saviour and that your eternity is now secure. Amen.